we are live. It is 2.09 p.m. Central Standard Time in the United States, 8.09 p.m. GMT in the U.K. It's Nomad Tech Project with Sam and Joe. Hey. Coming to you live here on the 26th of November 2023. Um, And fun fact, this is my mother's birthday. Um, Unfortunately, unfortunately she passed away in 2020. So, yeah, you know, that's what happens. You know, um, so I I didn't even think about it because I know it's usually around the Thanksgiving time. And I think every mm-hmm. once in a while it happens to fall because it's the fourth Thursday of the month. So it's always, it rotates the day exactly. Um, but yeah, so, so happy would have been her. Um, I don't know. She would have been almost 66, 67. Yeah. So anyway, happy birthday, Ma. Anyways, that's awkward and weird. But what's not awkward and so, weird is we have a guest. <laughs> just quickly, the only good thing about it, right, the only good thing is she doesn't have to ever watch this shit. <laughs> Right, she never. Well, actually, um, no. I think when she, although I doing any kind of show, when she, she probably is up there cracking up. Oh, she's, yeah, actually, she's probably my biggest fan. She thought I was always full of shit. Oh, bless her. Bless Works her. out pretty good. So we have a guest in the chat and in the show. We have Manos. He thought oh, we'd gosh. swing on by. Thank you for coming in, sir, yeah. on a Sunday and kind of last minute. So we appreciate you you spending some time with us today. It's been a, it's an honor. And a pleasure. My pleasure. Well, let's uh let's get started first by your we notice your X handle is uh Orange Scooter. And we always like to ask uh the genesis of basically you and get so folks can get to know you, but I was I kind of admit I try to usually guess about those kind of things, but um You can't guess that one. Uh, other than that, other than the yeah. fact that you maybe had an orange scooter as a kid and you fell off of it and hurt yourself. I mean, I don't know, but then why would you want to make that your Twitter handle? So curious the genesis and the, the the history of that Twitter handle is pretty cool. Cool. Okay. So it dates back to 2016 when I was doing my master's in London. Uh, and I was living very central. Um, I don't know if you know, city, Barbican area, probably doesn't ring any bell to anyone outside the UK. Uh, <laughs> and my university was uh, very close. I would say within a 10 minute um, ride with a, with a scooter, like you kind of guessed. And that square oh, was okay. orange, so I would always go to class with it. Uh, oh. And everybody, you know, at the beginning, they're like, oh, that guy with the orange scooter. And we had to create Twitter for my course, for some stuff we were doing. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm just going to go buy orange scooter. It's like what everybody identifies me, you know, with. Uh, yeah, so I just stuck with it since then. And yeah, just. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Oh, so now with a different, with a different colored scooters or just or they were all orange you just happened to like they had different uh, colors that it, were available it was just happened to be that one on amazon for a good deal it was something like 70 pounds so i was like okay yeah, i'm just gonna go with that one it yeah. worked it looked okay uh so yeah so it's orange <laughs> your favorite what... color or just literally it was because it was a good deal no it was just a good deal i, didn't, I couldn't oh, okay. care less i just wanted something to go to class uh i couldn't be bothered to buy a bike just for 10 minutes I'll say, so he wasn't uh, rocking like a orange pixel, four uh, XL, and um, right. uh, <laughs> orange T-shirts and orange hair. Pixel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. That was in the days before Pixel decided to advertise and let people know that yeah. pixels were a thing. I guess True. when they got to the six, they thought, you know, maybe we should tell some people about the phone and let them know. <laughs> and then, surprisingly, they're starting to catch on, and people are starting to purchase those. So yeah. speaking of that, what what is your what is your daily driver and uh, you know iPhone, iOS, Android, you know the so, basics of like what do you what do you rock on a daily day to day basis? I mix things up. I have the iPhone 15 Pro Max that I'm currently using for this podcast as a live camera, uh, but also I have the Pixel 8 Pro. 
as my other device. There you so go. I wouldn't call it secondary. I switch around, you know, whenever I feel bored. Um, mm -hmm. But definitely when I want to have fun, I'll use the Pixel. That's for sure. Yeah. It's my go-to for, I don't know, whenever I'm back home, the iPhone is going to sit on, you know, on my desk or just side. And, you know, for everything else, social, uh, messaging, you, you name it. I just enjoy using the Pixel more and especially for photos. Uh, the iPhone is just, you know, the trustworthy, boring tool, I would say, which <laughs> I cannot stop myself from buying always the latest one ever since the iPhone 11 uh, series. Yeah, so the, the upgrades from the 14 to the 15, for, for regular people that aren't like, you know, get one every year because that's kind of what you do. Is it is it much different than the 14? Is it like, wow, this is awesome? Is the titanium? Like, what is your feelings? Like, if you were a person who maybe had a 14, and I'm not talking about just a general person, but yeah. like, would you, is it noticeable as a difference to the 14 as far as function and feel and you know, operational? Okay. Uh, the first thing is, okay, it's lighter. Uh, but the first impression, like the moment you take it out of the box and you start, you know, uh, playing around with it, it's just another iPhone. Right. Uh, you. I didn't get the woe factor that I got, you know, with the Ultra from Samsung or with any Pixel. It's just yet another iPhone and probably it's iOS to blame for that. Mm. Uh, and my reasoning for going for the 14 Pro Max to the 15 Pro Max, it was for the zoom camera. Mm, uh, yeah. Because I, I love a telephoto and a good telephoto and a periscope. Like for me, the Ultra was amazing to use solely because of the 10X. Right. Yeah. Um, it's great and I was hoping, that. and I was hoping, you know, like, okay, I'm just going to get the latest iPhone. It's going to have a better zoom camera. Finally, I'm not going to use anything else. Uh, so, you know, I can also justify it in terms of, you know, money because, right. you know, our, our addiction, because it's addiction. Let's right. it. That's we need an intervention. Yeah. That's for sure. Ah, yeah, I can't. Definitely, yeah. <laughs> it's definitely a pricey one. Uh, so, you know, I was thinking, you know, maybe we'll take all the boxes. Yeah, sadly didn't. Um, and I kind of, you know, regretted selling the Ultra uh, because its zoom camera is way better. It has its, you know, pros and cons, but overall as a package, yeah, I think it would have been better being with the Ultra than having yet another iPhone. But then again, you know, when you're stuck in the ecosystem, um, like I said before, I was trying to connect in this stream with my iPad Pro. Yeah. Uh, and then you have an Apple Watch uh, and Bitfit Pro, I don't know. I'm not going to show you all my Apple stuff. But the thing right. is, I have way too many. And, you know, it's stuff like this that, you know, keep you locked into the ecosystem. So, yeah, and that's and that's another thing. And, again, it's 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 yeah. it's almost the offsetting factor for people who use an iPhone. It's like, yes, we know it's pedestrian. Yes, we know it's the same thing. Yes, there's no reason to get if you had a 13 or a 12, except for the telephoto. Maybe you get that. Who cares, right? Yeah. But it's always – it's every time it's what that's what people mention it's all that stuff and somebody actually had a really good and i and i and i begrudge to say that i watch tiktok because i do um because i blame my wife um and my daughters because they send me videos that, that they think are funny and stuff and i'm like these are not funny but somebody had a somebody actually wrote a thesis paper on like uh, why like apple she didn't want to say a cult because that wasn't this but why why did they have brand Oh, and I, I think it's called brand equity, right? So there's like a, a six part components like marketing yeah. mm. and, and brand recognition and all how they basically, there are people who will use an iPhone that, and they have an ecosystem, but so does Google. I mean, so does Samsung. They have ecosystems as well that work windows, right? <laughs> you can, sure. you can connect your, your, my Moto Razor, right? Yeah. You can connect it to your computer and you know, it's, it's, you know, phone calls come through my computer, right? You have a windows, you know, your phone. 
but how that people who use an iPhone absolutely will not even entertain switching or trying anything else. Like it's, it's like, it's totally locked down to them and it can't just be ecosystem. So what are your thoughts about like, I mean, obviously clearly you're an Apple user, so you, you know how you feel about it. Um, not just from an external point of view, but like, is it just the marketing? It can't just be that, right? It can't just be that millions of people are completely snowed and you're just yeah. like completely tunnel vision into the fact that, you know, but what what are your thoughts about like that, the, the iOS and how Apple's approached really iOS and iPhone and iPad and that ecosystem for over a decade now? I think they have done an amazing job with, you know, their marketing. It's something that I even studied in university uh, back in the day. Um, it's how they promote it because it's all about the functionality and how everything talks to each other. And but number one thing, it's definitely branding because they give you this perception that you know it's cool to have that. It's you know what everyone has. It's everyone what what everyone should have. Uh, if you know your stuff need to work you know, on a daily basis. Um, but personally, I think it's because I started building and investing into the ecosystem. Uh, so, you know, yeah, my very first actually Apple device was a home, not sorry, yeah, an iPod mini touch, uh, like the second generation. And I was wowed by the unboxing experience, even the way it smelled, um, this, this whole experiential vibe, you know, they give you, mm -hmm. uh, and then, you know, just by buying bit by bit into the ecosystem, this is how you get dropped. And when you learn how things work, it's kind of hard to say, okay, I'm going to sell everything now. And go invest in another one. And the thing is, for people like us who are addicted to tech, it may be easier to sell everything and just move to something else, or even buy another ecosystem, you know, everything they have. But for the other average person out there, it's not that easy. If they buy, let's say, an iPad and an iPhone and an Apple Watch, I, I don't see them going anywhere unless, you know, this thing stop working or something really breaks and it really destroys, you know, their experience. Uh, and then so Apple's everybody... very much a walled garden, though, isn't it? As well, yeah, exactly. So I think once you're in there, you're kind of stuck. They're gonna in there. make sure they keep you there, yeah. And also, it's very easy, uh, in terms of you know, the the features they're very limited, they're not gonna confuse you like Samsung that they have, let's say, 100 different features and uh, settings mm. to explore. I feel like Apple is very straightforward with what they do. Uh, On you purpose. open the box, yeah, you open the box, you're ready to go, you don't have to tinker with almost nothing apart from camera settings that I feel the average user really misses out and they film in 1080p. It's something right. that I mentioned in the <laughs> bunch of right. podcasts. Um, yeah. Which is funny because the advertising is like, yeah, it can do 4K, blah, blah, I can do this. But the settings does, are 1080p. But you go to settings. Yeah, yeah. And you will be surprised <laughs> if you have a factor you set it, you go to settings, everything is on minimum. So mm. it doesn't, I don't know, take much space. I don't know what's the purpose behind this, to be fair, that it's not set to the best. Well, I mean, um, and Samsung does it too with their display, right? It's it's the the true, default is, true. is is 1080. I don't know. Maybe it's because because it remember as well, yeah. Right, and 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 I think for me, it's like whenever I test drive a new car, I always drive the most basic model of the car mm. because you don't want to get into a situation where you drive this car and it's got all the bells and whistles and it's got leather yeah. and it's this and, that, and then you realize you look at the price point and you can't hit the price point, right? And you're trying to say, yep. well. Now you're having to think in my mind, okay, what do I want to sacrifice, right? Okay, am I okay with not having a sunroof? I don't care about leather seats. You know what I mean? Mm. But if you if you drive the base model vehicle and it rocks, then everything else is the bonus, right? You can actually save yeah, as much true, money because you're like, 
And now you're like, okay, well, I've got a couple extra. I got some, you know, some wiggle room in my budget. Yeah, maybe I'll get the heated seats, or maybe I'll get the leather, or maybe I'll get the yeah. info samples, or get the AirPods. <laughs> right. But uh, yeah, and also, and I and I and I saw Mr. Fine Jules's comment here is is the mystique, it's the store, it's yeah, and that's another thing too is their return and replacement policy. I mean, that's what's really nice if you have an mm -hmm. issue. Like I always said, I yeah. used to they, they used to have Apple stores in the mall here in St. Louis where I live. And, and everywhere else probably too. And then I remember the, almost darn near across the hall from one of them was an, a Microsoft store, a little smaller, you know, and like maybe three, four people in it. And every time I walk by an Apple store, and I don't care if it's Monday at 11 a.m. on a work day when nobody should be in the mall, the place is in packed full of people. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck are all these people doing here? I mean, it's like they're looking at phones and, you know, they're looking at the watches and they're looking at this and they're talking to a genius bar dude. And it's like, it, it's either they're learning either one, they're buying, which if they are, they, they might, they, they might make a trillion dollars a nanosecond because there's every source packed Two, are people learning about how to use their phones. Like they're, they have classes on how to use your iPad, how to use your yeah. app or, or three is is it service, right? They're getting a battery replacement or a cracked screen. And by and so when I say cracked screen, I mentioned that because that's uniquely an Apple thing. I don't know any everybody I worked with, they have younger people when I, when I could go, they all have cracked screens. Every one of them. It's like it's not totally shattered. Some of them, one guy, but the whole cracked. back. I know what exactly what you're talking about. The yeah. whole and back is insane. like it, yeah. it's exploded. I'm surprised chunks are not falling out of the back of this thing. And it's just like, <laughs> I'm like, dude, you know, your your glasses, I mean, it's pretty yeah. trash, man. And they're like, eh, it's fine. You know, and then they'll get another one and then they won't put a case on it and they'll drop it in a couple of weeks. Like, oh, I'll just go to the Apple store because they can go into an Apple store. Like, if you buy. Yeah. A Samsung, if you live in St. Louis, you can't go to a Samsung. There's not one in the area. So, right, you have to send it in or take it to Best Buy, and they can't really fix it. Let's give you a new one. And so there's a lot to that, I, and I think it's the brand, right? You said it's it's premium. It's quality. It's like the product, right? The mm -hmm. in people have the Apple logo, and if you're in, you're in. And that it, it becomes yeah. a lifestyle brand for a lot of people on top of the ecosystem. So I think Oh, that, yeah, definitely. The lifestyle aspect is huge. Uh, I've... I'm seeing this like every day with people. They will not entertain anything else, like you said, because they're like, yeah, it's iPhone. It works. It's reliable. It's the best. And I'm like, yeah, is it though? Uh, have you tried X Y Z? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the end of the day, uh, most people they just want to use a phone for phone stuff. They don't care about specs. They don't care about anything. A lot of iPhone users, um, you know, in older age, they don't even know which model they have. A colleague of mine, she thought she had the 12. Yeah, she has the XR. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. yeah they I've just want that something that works. Right. And, you know, and going I, back to yeah. iOS, Sam, quickly. Yeah. Um, they, I think they don't change it too much on purpose because Apple fans yeah, that so. use Apple don't want too much change. They're funny like that, I find. Right. Unless you're a techie, well, they don't want well, too much change. I and I guess, it, yeah. and, it, and it goes back to the old axiom, right? If it ain't broken, don't fix it, right? Mm, if, yeah. you're, if your customers aren't clamoring for those changes, whether that fact that they know of them and they it doesn't move their needle or they're ignorant of those, like they don't know that that's a thing, right? Well, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's it, like I said, it's, it's why give your customers something they don't want when it can, because remember, all those changes impact the bottom line. Because now they've got the 15 with USB-C. Now they've got users in this middle ground, right? Where they got some users that have their lightning standard, right? It's going to take time for that to cycle through. It's going to take for a couple sure. of generations. So they're, now they put their consumers um, 
only and only because of the EU. <laughs> Basically, it's what it came down to. Yeah, you know, like regulations. Of, again, as an American, I'm not a big fan of government regulation. I just think it's usually overreach. But in, I would say in this case, I'm 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 glad that somebody stepped in and said, "Look, you know this, what you're doing is is aggressively consumer hostile in some cases, right?" Yeah. And the fact that Apple users are so, and this is where this this user uh, this TikTok creator was kind of into this kind of leaning into this cultish, not cult, but really kind of just an unreasonable like they can do all this negative stuff and it wouldn't matter. And they could do yeah. all these consumer things that are consumer unfriendly, right? Making, uh, and I don't give a shit what anybody says. They designed those lightning cables to fail. I don't care what anybody <laughs> says. You have, if you've had a lightning cable that's lasted more than a year and you've used it every day, you must have some kind of otherworldly skill because, at, well, yeah, I haven't broken a single one, a single one over over the years. I, well, I can tell you, in my family, my daughters, um, they're not exactly, they're not, you know, they're not. <laughs> irresponsible but they, every every six months the, the, it starts to break and bend and the, you know it's, it's funny it's almost like a joke but no matter what apple does when it comes to features or whatever nobody seems to care so to your point joe i, I don't think apple uses really i mean yeah USB-C. okay great um you know but the even then that, some are like oh man do we have to get a different charger yeah it's like it's a positive thing Right. So now you don't have to buy one. And now, and I, you know, and, and I don't, I don't have a Mac, but haven't Macs had USB-C as a, as a, as a connection. And yeah. Chinese iPads thing. as well. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, why was, why was iPhone the last vestige? I'm just curious. I always want to know, like, why was that the last, the last uh, the fort on the hill to fall? Right. Why is that? I'm always yeah. just curious. Cause dude, they sold a lot of charges. Yeah. I believe it has to do with accessories. Yep. Uh, all the property, you know, the third party ones that they all, paying you know um a royalty to apple i i cannot imagine being anything else yeah. uh besides them you know being stubborn they're making a buck from you know third-party companies selling accessories and the funny thing is when i told my colleagues and friends that apple is changing to USB-C, they're like what they're changing the cable again i was like <laughs> what are you talking about changing it again last time it was from what the 30 iPhone. pin what was that like what seven it years ago before... or eight years ago <laughs> It was the iPhone 4 last time. Oh, yeah. Like so many years ago. What are you talking about? Yeah. Oh my god. But yeah. that was wasn't that like yesterday? It's like last week. What? No. <laughs> it's been like a it's been like a fucking decade. But okay. Like I still have my original click wheel iPod. Um, and I still love it to this day. And it's got the 30 pin. And I still yeah. have a 30 pin charger. Of course, I don't use my iPod very often anymore, but every once in a while, first of all, I use it because one, it's kind of cool just to have it. But two, Looking at some of the music I have loaded on there, I go, oh, you know, I had a, I had a, I had a definitely a different eclectic taste in music back then. It's fairly embarrassing, and I'm not going into this into the show. I'm going to keep that. There's to myself, nothing but. embarrassing about music that I can tell you right. that for sure. You can listen to I don't know death metal and Taylor Swift and be just so gay. So, yeah, yeah uh, I have no Taylor Swift, but there may or may not be uh, some Britney Spears. <laughs> that, that was the problem, going, right? right? You didn't have no Taylor Swift, though. right? I don't, I don't have. Yeah, I didn't have Taylor Swift, and also I didn't have like you know, I didn't have like oh, I don't have like death metal, right? So, uh, but it's cool, like I said. But that has a thirty pin connector, and I still have that cable in in my my drawer of doom. Right? I've got a drawer of cables and stuff. So as we're touching um, on music, quickly, Sam. Yeah, Manos, what's your favorite type of music? Just randomly. I don't know. I would say maybe. Uh rock and uh indie stuff like for instance okay, now nice. in december i'm gonna go to a concert in london for hailstorm i don't know okay. if you know this band yeah it's rock band yes yeah, so is that is that a, does it have a female singer is that the yes. one i 
Okay, yeah, I, I think I'm familiar exactly. with Hailstorm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll check him out. Yeah, yeah I really enjoyed it. I went last year. I think it was in Brixton, and it was just amazing. I was in the very front row. It was just a. Ama- I don't know. Yeah, Brixton's good. Yeah, and uh, having I think back then had the 13 Pro Max, and I was like, oh, I'm glad I have that one because if I was sitting anywhere at the back, I wouldn't be able to take any <laughs> photos or videos, uh, with a lack of zoom and everything. Uh, but yeah, great experience. So back to this, and I, I I saw this question about a few minutes ago from Ibrahim, and I and welcome to Ibrahim. Thanks for stopping by as always. Great, 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 awesome dude. Um, but he said uh, the iOS has it gotten heavier as an operating system over time. So I don't, I don't, I haven't, I have a, oh, I have a phone nice I use for work. Well, I have a phone for work, and I don't, I don't do anything with it other than just the the, the four or five work functions I have. Um, so I I couldn't speak to this at all. But what, to your question, do What's your experience with that? You know, I guess from iOS maybe eleven to seventeen. What? What? I mean, what are your experiences on on the on the the development and the iterations of iOS over the years? I would say, and especially you know, going year after year with the latest phone and the iOS, um, I feel feels exactly the same. With some things that you really need to dig in order to find them um unless you know when you set up the phone and you like follow the tips and recommendations that the phone gives you i feel we all revert back to using the phone as we were using in the previous uh ios let's say we're in 17 and i don't know what the new things they've added because i haven't been bothered you know to learn everything uh but that's on me and i'm a techie so imagine if i haven't exp- explored everything to make sure that i make i don't know 100 use of the features uh, what is the average consumer going to do? I, I doubt they have, you know, even interacted with what widgets, widgets are. Um, they would just have every single app on the, you know, on the desktop, on the main page, and that's it. Um, but that's another prime yeah. example of iOS, right? So, like, the widgets have come yeah. out, but how many people are actually using them? <laughs> yeah, that's true. It makes me laugh. They're um... not as good as the ones on Android, I'll, I'll tell you that. And I was... I was so excited, especially for the music one, you know, being able to change, uh, you know, go to the next song, the previous one, pause, whatever. I think the only thing you can do on the Apple music one is just pause. You cannot um, <laughs> oh, switch really? songs. Yeah. Um, if someone on the chat can, you know, confirm or deny this, it's just I remember removing it because I could even see on the battery drain, it would show that the widget for Apple music was consuming a lot of battery. So oh, I was really? like, what? For what reason? Just for playing, you know, uh, play and pause. I was like, yeah, this. <laughs> yeah I, I can't even. It, I mean, it's like funny because you, I mean, you would think a, a basic, the basic would be play, pause, um, you know, like have a, a, a scrubber, right? So you can go back and forth in a track, yeah, and then at least forward and back track, right? Mm. That's it. I mean, that's the, I mean, if you're, if your me band can do it, <laughs> you yeah. think a widget on iOS can do it, <laughs> and it's just like, that's the basic, but all you can do is just maybe play pause. Oh, I kind of. I mean, I, mean, I can it, skip songs from the, the from the watch, like you said, but I cannot do it from the phone. I'm like, come on, it's so basic, right? It's That's, just they've done that on purpose. Get yourself a watch, then you'd be all right. Well, yeah, I'm wondering if, if it's one of those things that just you know they they put it in there and it really wasn't wholly baked. They just like, well, we got it on there. It's it's you know nobody's gonna really use it anyway because yeah. it's a widget thing. We're just I mean, we don't care. And clearly, it, it didn't generate a lot of conversation because people I haven't heard anybody even mention the fact that it had that limited functionality or people even use the widget at all who have iOS, which yeah. I, I really don't think they do. So, so I want to touch on um, go ahead, Joe. Manos being on a, a, a podcast, a new one that's pretty cool. Um, and yeah. we was on there last week. 
Um, yeah, they actually let out. me show up, which is incredible because yeah. I would have I would have thought for sure they would have keep my ass as far away from that awesomeness as possible. So yeah, that was great. Yeah. So a bunch of phonies, check them out. Manos is on it. Um, tell us about how that came about, Manos. Uh, so actually, that came about from Dan, um, Dan the Tech. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I'm sure everybody uh, on you know that follows you guys must know him since he's been three times Absolutely. already. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's he's, he's yeah he's uh he's one of our <laughs> fan favorites. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. He's he's <laughs> on the re regular rotation here at, here yeah. at the, the MedTech project. So yeah, one day he just reached out to me and he was like, "If you want to be part of it," uh, and I was like, "I'll be I would be honored," uh, because to be fair with you, we all are uh, the bunch from bunch of phonies and some other cool dudes uh, part of a Telegram group mm -hmm. where we chat on daily basis. And when I say we chat, it means I spam them on daily basis with. <laughs> uh tech stuff complaining about the iphone or memes whatever you may think uh but most you know mostly talk about anything has to do with tech and uh, mobile phones and yeah one day dan you know approached me and the other guys and was like you know would you be up for doing this I'm like me i'm a nobody it's just i'm just no you're not dude, no you're not just a dude who buys you know phones because he's addicted to to tech and uh yeah so it was like yeah sure Manos, everybody was a nobody before there was a somebody. Yeah. Touche, touche. Uh, <laughs> and very teasing. <laughs> but did, you, did you read that somewhere? Because there's no, no way. No, I'll tell you where I got that from. I said I'm a nobody to Gadget Boy in Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> and he said that to me. <laughs> oh, okay. Because I was going to say, because if you came up that off the top of your head, that's probably the most epic podcasting moment of our entire career. Yeah, that no. Pretty, it didn't come from my head. Sorry. <laughs> Well, and, and like, and, and that's the and that's the beauty of of this format, right? The beauty of mm -hmm. podcast, the beauty of Twitter Space is the fact that you don't have to have any followers. You just have to be able to be able to record your voice, have have the app, yeah. and, and let it rip, right? And and who knows? It may be something that you know. And I, we tried it. I I never thought, you know, in my you know ten years ago or something, I when pod I used to listen to podcasts when it started to become a, a format. I never thought about actually making one until honestly, until we were a fan I me and Joe were uh, a part of uh, Wands chat and we kind of saw, and I'm thinking clearly I don't have the capability of doing it as well as Juan does because he's first of all, has a lot more, you know, voice acting and a background and, you know, definitely a different a lot more. to that anyway. Right. And, but, but when you when see what really he was working with, which wasn't a whole lot, the, the barrier to entry was really kind of low. Yeah. I thought, what the hell? Why not? We just started doing it, and it turned into that show, and now it turns into this show. So, I mean, it, and here's the thing: it, it costs very little, just a little bit of your time, and you know, and, and as as a tech enthusiast, as I know you are, and, and I hate to use the word addict because you're triggering. Right? <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. A little triggering. <laughs> it's a little triggering, but yeah, it's okay. Actually, it's probably pretty appropriate. Anyway, so, <laughs> um, but that means you'll have plenty to talk about because there's always something going on, and it doesn't have to be in phones; it can be in, in tech. You know, and then and of course, then when you when the tech starts to drive, then you have this case to five bullshit that comes up. So oh, the entire world, yeah. right? So there's always some little apples falling from the tree, either hitting you on the head because you're walking underneath them, or you just happen to walk by and go, "Huh, I noticed a bunch of apples on the ground. What the hell is going on over here?" And then everybody gravitates to to the um, the discussion of the day or the week or whatever. So. Yeah. That's what's beauty about about this. If you're, if you're talking about cars and stuff like that, you know, there's always something to talk about. If you're enthusiastic and you're you're passionate about it, and and you even if you're not about, yeah. right, and even if you're not, um, you know, even if you don't have a like classically trained radio voice, if you're not a classically trained speaker, even if you're shy, 
what the hell? I mean, it's like, okay, so nobody listens to it. Well, you know, it's like you, you never you never make any of the shots you don't take, right? You always true, true. so uh yeah, don't don't feel that way. I mean, we I I just listened to you on the uh on the phonies thing, and it was like, wow, this guy seems pretty pretty knowledgeable. Um clearly not not clearly from the UK generally, uh as a as a, a person. I mean, I you live <laughs> in the UK now, but I was gonna say yeah. uh, the the accent indicates that you're not from the United States or maybe you, Can you are. guess Sam? Can you guess where? I, oh, yeah. I cannot, I want to say Eastern Europe, but I, I, that's, um, I, I don't know. I, I so if you're I, British, I, you know, you would know from his name, but, uh, right, you're more familiar with names like that. So, uh, no, I'm not even going to guess cause I'll feel like an idiot. <laughs> so I, I, I would say definitely if I had to take a total guess, I would say either Romania or like Bulgaria or something like that, something in that area, but probably Re relatively close. I would say, so I'm from mm. Greece. Oh, okay. There you go. Manos. Yeah, well, so Jesus Christ. Um, see, I'm not even paying attention to what's going on. I mean, uh, the thing is, my name has three durations. So the full one is Emmanuel, which nobody goes by that. It feels like so, I don't know, right. uh, weird and very old-fashioned. And right. then there is Manolis, which is like the most stereotypical uh, Greek, uh, you know, name ever. Right. Uh, and yeah, just go by Manos because, you know, it's uh, short. Uh, but the funny thing is, if anyone knows Spanish, you know, they speak Spanish, at all, manos means hands, right? In oh, really? Spanish, so you know, <laughs> yeah. I always had Spanish people laughing, like, ha, ah, manos, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, manos and manos, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, hand in hand, right? So, but uh, yeah, that's cool. The hand so, man. well, if in the, the, orange the thing is, if you would have said the second name, I would have been like, okay, and I thought the whole joke was that Nick was the was the Greek name, like, hey, yeah. this is my cousin <laughs> Nick, and then this is Nick, and then his Nick, yeah, my big fat Greek wedding, I, that's one of my favorite movies of all time, <laughs> because I'm like, I don't really know if that's stereotypical Greek people, because it kind of feels like it sort of kind of is a little play on that, I'm sure that all the families are a little different, obviously, you don't want to stereotype any a group of people, but it seems like you would have maybe, there's probably a dad in your neighborhood that kind of acts like that guy, which just is uh, like, I would say the movie mostly represents the American Greeks, rather than okay. the, you know the Greeks in Greece, uh, right? But it has some you know things that I would say they're maybe accurate, but you know for older generations for sure. Um, uh, yeah, but you're not so gonna how, see people, you know. So how long did you live in Greece before? And I said you. It's not like you went to university in London, I guess. You know, before your master's. So I guess kind of take us through that. Like, did you live in Greece until you were, and then why did you come to the UK and why the yeah. UK was that? as an educational opportunity or was there other other stuff that drove that decision to move out of, out of Greece? Yeah, cool, good question. Uh, so I left Greece, I think when I was around 23, 22, no, 22, yeah. Uh, at the moment I'm 34, so it's been quite uh, some time. I first came to do my undergrad uh, in Oxford, uh, but not at Oxford University. Uh, right. There's another one called uh, Oxford Brooks. Uh, where I studied, you know, business with analytics. Uh, and then when I finished with that, I went to London to do my master's at City, uh, which is part of the University of London. There I did strategic marketing and mm. innovation. Uh, a lot of uh, buzzwords, you know, to attract people to pay more money. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. And then I was working in uh, hospitality in, um, you probably have heard the name Intercontinental Hotels. Oh, yeah. Uh, yes, yes. Yeah, but I was in the... John Wick. John Wick? Yeah, I think uh, it's a different, I don't think they have killers, but maybe no, they do, uh, I don't know. Oh, not that one. Uh, but, they, but they have a killer <laughs> continental breakfast. That's all I'm yeah. going to say. Yeah. Yeah. I was working for the corporate office, though. I was in uh, brand management there. I was completely oh, cool. different to working in a hotel. 
Uh, and then after that, I, I've been in Oxford, uh, like since forever, besides the year that I lived in London when I was doing my master's. And currently I work for the University of Oxford uh, okay. as part of their press. Uh, and I'm a business data analyst. Uh, okay, so cool. I left for studies and I stayed for work. Right. So, so it, it, now my question was, um, were there just more opportunities in the UK educationally than there are in like Greece or Athens? Or were you just like, you know, I could go to university here at home, you know, like maybe or maybe if I want to go to a different place inside of Greece. But, you know, I, I just I, I kind of want to yes. I, I feel like I want to get out of the country and just kind of like explore it and kind of get some exposure to to yeah, some other okay. cultures and other things so a lot of so, people you never i'm curious what was the driver for really the movie yeah, yeah. some people are like dude if i stay in greece one more day i'm gonna lose my <laughs> shit i'm gonna flip out right i gotta get off the island or i gotta get out of here right so i'm yeah. curious you know what that as a young as a young man what what that thought process was right so i was studying back then in greece in the university but i dropped out because i i was not enjoying it at all first of all it was very far from my home uh, and I had to take the bus in order to take me to where the metro is, to take me to the city center, to take another bus. Anyway, long story short, there was a lot of commute, uh, right. which was already ruining the whole experience. Uh, I could not really afford to rent a place closer because it felt pointless to waste money on something like this. Right. Uh, also, if I were to work at the same time and in order to rent, I just I felt I wouldn't be able to balance out my studies or I was just spoiled. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> pick whichever you choose. I think it was a little bit of both. Uh, and then I just did not enjoy the way we were being taught, um, you know, at school because it was really just taking everything in and trying to just memorize it. And everything felt that it was, I don't know, stuck 10 years in the past, if not longer. Mm. Um, even though we do have some universities in Greece which are among the best in the world, but not in the thing that I was studying. I was studying marketing and I feel Greece is very, very behind in things like this. Mm. Um, I even said, you know, the commercials they have on TV or in the streets, whatever it has to do with marketing, it's just, it feels it's very dated. Unless you're working, you know, for a big corporation, um, like let's say Ogilvy or Ogilvy, however they're pronounced. Um, hmm. yeah, everything else feels just dated anyway. So I was like, yeah, I cannot take this anymore. Uh, I don't want to start something else and just live with my mother forever. So it was like, That's I need fair. a fresh, I need a fresh start. I need to do something. Otherwise I'm going to end up being a waiter my whole life. Know that it, this is bad or anything. I'm not judging the people who do this. It's just, I wanted something more. And I think it was mostly living from my house. But instead of, you know, moving to a different city within Greece or Athens, I just left from the country. Right. Uh, <laughs> well, and then you didn't exactly go like to like, you know, Germany or France or whatever. I mean, you went you now and I'm curious why the UK was it was it because it was English speaking? Was it just because you thought the UK sounded pretty cool? Like, I'm curious why, you know, for people in Europe, and I always ask this because Americans, it's a little different, right? Because they wouldn't really move to Canada necessarily for school. Maybe they would, and maybe not Mexico, right? So in North America, you only have three countries, right? So there's not much yeah. going on. Whereas in Europe, you've got dozens uh, to choose That's from. True. Obviously. That's true. So I'm curious why, why, why the UK per se? And was that because of an opportunity or is it just sounding good? I, mean, I'm curious uh, I had why. some exposure because of friends who had already studied in the UK. And when I was, uh, I think 18, I visited a friend in the UK for the very first time in uh, Nottingham. 
And it was such an amazing experience for me because basically it was my first trip alone outside the country. I've traveled before uh, to countries, you know, with my parents, but completely alone, it was my very first time. Right. And I don't know, I just love the feeling, uh, taking, you know, the airplane, then changing trains and all that. And it just felt so independent, uh, even though it was just a trip. And then, you know, following my friend around his classes and his accommodation halls and his friends from all around the world. I don't know, I was just hooked in a way. And I felt right. jealous for the first time in my life, like real jealousy. Uh, right. Not envy, jealousy. I was like, I want this for me too, right. uh, in a healthy way. And, you know, when I came back, uh, I found the courage, you know, to talk to my mother and say, hey, this looks cool. Uh, I'm not doing anything here. Uh, I don't think that I have, you know, a good future ahead of me by, you know, staying in this situation. Uh, and, you know, she put her trust in me and I left and the rest is history. Um, yeah, I'm sure yeah, she's proud of you, man. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, definitely. Mm. So it was and a I, big step. Yeah. And, yeah then, and so, yeah. So now you've, and you decided to, you know, and I guess I'm assuming you're already a UK citizen. I don't, I don't know how the citizenship. No, I haven't taken that oh, okay. citizenship yet because it costs like almost 2K. And for yeah, okay. to have a passport, our passport is stronger than the British one anyway. So it's right. <laughs> Plus, it's cooler. It. It's cooler to have a Greek yeah. passport than it is a yeah. British one, or even American one, probably for that matter. Yeah, so, I'm yeah. trying to get a Greek one, but it's not happening. I'm sure. Yeah. Maybe Miles can hook you. Maybe no Smith and Johnson. Right. Maybe no. So you can go down to Athens on a trip, and yeah. maybe you can go to the British consulate, and maybe you can get yourself hooked up. I don't know. I mean. I, I didn't. I think you probably have to buy land or something in order for them to give you something. I don't know. It's not as easy as it. Uh, it I'll look so. into it. Well, <laughs> I I have to. Well, here's the thing. So I, I I'd like to go to Greece someday because one, it's f just purely for the historical man. I mean, uh, mm. you know, all these stories here in, the, in Great all food. these places. That, just oh well. First of all, other than Italian, Greek's my second favorite. And because I'm telling you right now, mm. I had a I grew up with a. A buddy, his name was Nick. I know it's hilarious, right? It's, it landed right into that stereotype. But his his mother, and then there are Greek places in St. Louis to get, you know, they had the flame feta and stuff like that. She made authentic Greek meals, right? So the mothas and the all that stuff. And I was just like, dude, I was so hooked. I'm like, dude, this stuff is the, this is fire. I love this shit. And Greek food, I mean, I'll eat all of it. I, I don't think I'd run into a Greek meal that she made or I picked up at a restaurant that I didn't like. Mm. I love Greek food. Um, so I know if I went, and which is funny because my my brother-in-law was in the Air Force. He still is. He's getting out in a few years, maybe next year. Um, he was stationed in Crete, and he can, oh, he's lucky. and he's told and he's totally totally a, a picky eater. Like he was I'm like you're there, you have all the access to all this like dope food, and you're eating like ham sandwiches <laughs> and shit. No, he just is not on. into it. I'm like, dude, amazing food, dude. If I went to vegetables. Crete in Greece, oh, dude, I would be 500 pounds because I would just eat constantly. <laughs> It'd just be crazy. And then just, and then he took a picture of like where he was at. It looked like a resort. It was it didn't even look like an Air Force base. It was crazy. I'm like, and it was um. So yeah, I I love Greek cuisine, and I also it Greek seems food. like the only place I can go historically that isn't under some kind of war or attack or invasion. I wanted to go to Chernobyl. That's a little. A little dicey right now. I'd like to go eventually to uh, the Al Aqsa Mosque and the Wailing Wall, but yeah, some stuff going on right there in the Middle East right now. It's a little kind of bad stuff going on there. So it's like everywhere I want to go to to expose myself to all these his great historical things, are, except Greece. Please yeah, don't expose yourself, Sam. 
I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. But I'm just saying, it just seems like, I mean, from a historical perspective, I would just love to just walk yeah, around Athens and just see stuff mm-hmm. and just realize the city has been around for not just hundreds of years, but thousands of years. It's crazy to even think about that. Miles, mm-hmm. from your opinion, right? Greek food in the UK, is it okay? Is it good? <laughs> uh, the, look, if you wait, did you ask about the British food or the Greek food in the UK? The Greek food in the UK. Oh, okay. Actually, the scene has changed a lot, especially in London mm. and Oxford, where I live. Um, in the past, I would say five years, it has improved massively, especially our street food, uh, Sulaki. Yeah. I don't know. I have found a place here in Oxford with uh, some guys who used to work close to where I live in Greece, and they make it exactly as home. So I'm so oh, happy. Okay, nice. It's yeah. just the price when you compare it, because for a wrap in Greece, I would pay 250 euros, which is approximately two pounds uh, or let's say, I don't know, like less than two dollars. Um, no, sorry, almost three dollars. Um, and I don't know, it's just here it costs 750 or eight. <laughs> so as you can imagine, I'm like, come on, are you joking? Eight pounds? I could have like, got free at home. <laughs> Yeah, well, on top of that, it's, it's not, I mean, now if it was seven pounds and it was actually really close to what you get at home. Yes. At, at maybe, maybe that makes it a little easier to swallow. <laughs> pardon yes. the pun. But if it's like substandard food is not as good and it's also th- twice or even three times the price. I mean, I, I'd probably walk away from that too. I, that's no, that's but, but I get it. They have different costs, you know, with importing stuff as well. Mm. Okay, I'm not delusional. I didn't expect it, you know, to be the same price. But at least the scenery has changed a lot. Mm. Uh, but there are also, you know, your pretension stores in London. Uh, sorry, it's not stores, uh, restaurants, where they sell, I don't know how they call them, which deconstructed, like all this fancy oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff. <laughs> and they something that you would buy in Greece for, let's say, less than two euros, they would sell it to you for... <laughs> 20 pounds for like a small yeah. salad that fits you know greek fusion like food as well yeah they love right. fusions some, some <laughs> right. silly stuff yeah right it's just that they just say fusion because they can add an extra like 10 pounds to it just to make it yeah, yeah. it sounds real it sounds real fancy right see there's a yeah. great restaurant i tried in london which i really liked it was many many years ago now it's, it's in primrose hill called lemonia Oh, um, I fear, I fear of it, but I've never been to be fair. With yeah, you. it's very good. I don't know if it still is, but yeah, I know it's good. So that, that begs the question: If you can't you know, like take away or carry out or go to a restaurant, do you still make a lot of like those? Dis- do, you, do you cook a lot? And um, do you not cook a lot? And if you do, do you do you go and make your own um, dishes from home? Things that you're used to cooking, or maybe things that your mom had taught you how to make, just because it's like I want to have a good meal. I'd rather just go to the yeah. store and grab the stuff and just maybe make it at home, just because it's it might be cheaper. Obviously, it is, yeah. and, and it, you may have a skill to do it. No, no, I do cook a lot. I had to uh, because I was uh, single single for many years uh, while living here. So I had to eat something besides, I don't know, uh, ready meals or takeaways. Um, There's only so many and, of them you can eat, right? <laughs> oh, right. It's amazing. The selection here is insane. In Greece, we don't have that many options. Uh, I, I'm very grateful, you know, for being introduced to so many, you know, different uh, cuisines especially thai food and oh, yeah. uh, indian I, I don't know i'm like i'm so happy in greece these these things are not popular it's so multicultural here isn't it so yeah 100 of everything but personally yeah i cook greek stuff uh recently i made we call it fasolakia which is like this long beans mm. uh i'm not sure they go like garden beans or broad beans whatever the name is i'm not 100 sure and it's basically uh, in the pot with some potatoes and uh, chopped tomatoes and 
carrots and just let it you know boil become like a broth soupy type of thing until yeah. everything gets you know absorbed by the vegetables mm. with a lot of olive oil yeah we greeks i don't know we're just oh, yeah. obsessed with olive oil and yeah I'm a, cliche, i'm a cliche when it comes to this uh, my family we actually produce our own olive oil oh, oh wow there you go even better <laughs> yeah sadly not enough to you know make a brand out of it uh regretfully uh maybe one day one day who knows Right. Uh, yeah, so but you yeah, can market it. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if the family wanted to get their production up to speed, I definitely think they could leverage your your skill set into you know <laughs> marketing yeah. and, and brand oh, management for sure. for sure. It's not the lack of uh, you know willingness. It's about not having enough to produce. You know, yeah, uh, yeah. We just don't have enough land. It's enough to make like few tons, but it's just let's say would be enough for just one small village well manos when i buy my land in greece and get my passport i'll let you guys use it yeah yeah okay cool and <laughs> right. speaking of land where we have our you know land uh where with the olive trees i have some land yeah maybe we can sort something out yeah right you guys can work on it you might want to tell you might want to tell lauren and your daughter that uh what the plan is for their relocation yeah. to greece they may they may have some input about about that. Oh, I, yeah. I I can tell you we would visit. Think of that. Yeah, well, clearly, uh, you know, and, and so uh, it, it well it, it's it's kind of interesting to see that you know, and that's why we like having all sorts of people on the show because I'm just talking about tech, right? And that's kind of cool because um you know, but it's interesting to see the background and and, and I always I'm, I'm more fascinated about the, the why people get into tech because you would think you know Greece isn't a country that you think of that's really Clearly, there's not many tech companies that are like homegrown Greek yeah. companies, right? So, and then just so the fact that somebody comes from that country has all this exposure and this interest in tech. So, like, what kind of, I mean, do I, I mean, what kind of phones, I guess, and I'm assuming in Greece, is it mostly Android because it's, um, you know, it's a country that maybe isn't like, it's not India, it's not the United States, it's not, it's not one of the bigger countries in Europe as far yeah. as like tech engagement. So, I mean, did, wait, how did that start? Like your tech path in Greece, you know, because you really to you're almost you said what twenty three. That's that's it'd be different if you left and you came to to the UK when you're like nine or eight, right? Yeah, like you were you were there up until like ten or so years ago. So how how did how did your interest in tech formulate as a as a young child and a teenager and, and a young student before you came to the UK? I have to thank for this my parents a lot uh, because uh, when I was little, my father would always you know bring me. Uh, all sorts of consoles like i remember that you know the super nintendo uh the sega the handheld one uh which i think he brought this like from outside of greece because we didn't have those things back then uh and then you know playstation one two three but everything for me i think my tech enthusiasm started with uh video game consoles okay um, yeah snap i think mine would, would start there as well yeah right and then computers i remember building my first computer how was I a teenager? Because I had a friend who was like obsessed about laptops and he introduced me to those things. Hmm. Uh, and then, you know, I became obsessed with that as well. Uh, but with smartphones per se, I think that also links to my parents because they were getting the latest, I don't know, Nokia's or Ericsson's <laughs> back in the day. Like right. I remember even them. Oh, the huge Motorola. Yeah, my father had the huge Motorola, you know, with the antenna and <laughs> yeah, yeah I was always like, I don't know. I was like, what is this? Uh, and I remember myself always, you know, grabbing those, trying, you know, to see, oh, how does this work, you know? Uh, and then every year they were getting a new one. 
uh, because of work and, mm. you know, was exploring it. And eventually I got myself my very first own device, which was the Nokia 3310, yep. uh, the brick. Uh, and yeah, I remember being so, I don't know, inspired by, you know, the things you could do, especially, you know, with the SMS, how creative you could become with all these things. Uh, and then almost every other year was getting a new one because my mother, she would get the latest one. She would pass me her previous one. Right. Uh, and the first one that really made an impact, I would say, was the Nokia. I can't remember the name, but it had a camera at the back. And also on the side, it had play and pause for music or for skipping tracks. You could listen to the radio. And, you know, they, they were just feeling tech was feeling exciting every year with those phones. Or there was another Nokia where it was like a slide one. You could listen to the radio through it. Right. Uh, or there was the Engage. I don't know. They, they just felt like, you know, some futuristic toys. Um, yeah. And then with the more modern stuff, I remember when I saw the iPod Touch. Uh, yeah. The first time. You, were, you, were, you were talking about that. That seemed like that was your first, I think it was your yeah. first Apple device, wasn't it not? Was it not? Yes, that's true. Not the iPod Touch, the iPod Mini. Um, yeah, it was called Mini. It was a blue one. Right. The wheel, and it was just amazing. It, I think it was 16 gigabytes. No, 6 gigabytes or 4. I don't <laughs> yes. know. It was something tiny. Yeah. And I remember, you know, hooking it. I could put 23 iPhone. whole songs on this thing. <laughs> this is great, right? And, <laughs> and I remember we had LimeWire back then. If you oh, guys yeah. remember LimeWire, oh, downloading yeah. a song forever. Absolutely. Um, yeah, buddy, LimeWire, like in the old Napster LimeWire days. Oh, yeah, yeah. but these kids don't know now. No, they yeah. have no idea how, how good they have it. I would mm. put like five songs to download and I would go out for an hour to wait for this song to download. <laughs> you um, walk around in the yard and say, okay, I'm going to stand on this on this stump. I'm not moving for 20 minutes. I got to hold it because I'm getting good signal here. I'm actually getting a couple. <laughs> yeah. The struggle is real back then to get the music, man. That's for sure. Yeah. And then, you know, from the iPod mini to the iPod touch. And I remember when they unveiled the iPhone 3G, I was like, wow, that, that is insane. I, I want I want this. But of course, it was so difficult to get one. I remember going to the store uh, because I was already working back then. And I was like, okay, I saved two months salary. It's okay. I'm not going to do anything else for two months. Uh, <laughs> at least <laughs> right. I get the phone. Um, but unfortunately, everything was sold out. And I had to wait until Christmas. And imagine that was released in September. Um, right. and this is when I got actually my first Windows mobile phone, the HTC. The oh, yeah. Touch, the HTC 2, uh, Touch 2 Pro, something like that, with a slide, uh, hidden, uh, keyboard. Um, and I remember, I think probably I got hooked with phones ever since then, because after that one, I got an LG G3. From the LG G3, I went to an iPhone 4 uh or vice versa i cannot remember the order and then it was the iphone 6 uh samsung note 8 note 10 plus and then every single freaking iphone uh <laughs> from the 11 series until now and you know the pixels and the ultras yeah uh but you to go back to your point you made about greece and how it works there it, it's not easy yes most people you would see them they would be getting a, a budget smartphone, like let's say Samsung A series, or right. if they're gonna go for the S series, they're gonna go for the basic one, like an S twenty three. 
um, you would see a lot of Xiaomi's. Um, what else you would see? And if you see iPhones, they will be like, you know, from previous generations and they're going to try mm. to go for used ones because right. stores, let's say even to this day, an iPhone 11, you would see it for, let's say 400 euros, oh, really? which is ridiculous. I wouldn't yeah. spend even half on it. Yeah, the secondhand um, market for Apple is pretty yeah, strong. It's just insane. Mm. Um, like a friend of mine, he has been with Androids for many, many years now. Uh, especially with OnePlus Nord. Mm. And finally, this year, he pulled the trigger and he went with uh, an iPhone 15 Plus. And right. he's uh, so happy with it. But, you know, he it took him years. I remember him asking me for iPhone ever since, you know, the iPhone 12 uh, series. But th they're so expensive. And, you know, with the salaries and the expenses people have in Greece, it it's not easy. It's not right. easy. Right, well... I knew years ago, I know they were having some financial issues in the government, right? They had some austerity yeah. programs mm -hmm. and Greece was really struggling financially and they having to, you know, talk to the EU and something like that. So, yeah, I was just curious because that's a country that, you know, I don't hear much about. You know, we obviously know about you know, tech spaces in like China and India and the United States and England, you know, UK, but you don't really hear Greece very often. So I was just kind of curious how you know, how, what people mostly buy in that area. And like, you know, I mean, cause yeah. again, it's, it's, you know, it's a country they don't hear very much about when it comes to tech. And it's, I was just, that was just mildly yes. curious about that. And so. people don't really buy secondhand phones in Greece. They don't trust them. They want to get something brand new, even if it oh, means, okay. even if it means it's not the latest and greatest, they have more faith into something out of the box because they will have yeah. the warranty. And also right. in Greece, what's horrible is we are, we're not as lucky as we are in the UK where I can buy whatever I want. I have two weeks uh, to send it back in case I don't like it. Right. Or let's say there's something wrong with it. I have 30 days to you know send it back and get a full refund of what I bought. Right. So in Greece, if you buy something, you open it and you don't like it, tough luck. You you're stuck with it. Wow, that's that's crazy. Yeah. I didn't I didn't think that was a thing. Now is that now is that just in in tech or is that in general retail? Like any, yeah. let's say you buy a toaster or let's say you buy a, like a a blender or a mixer and it's like oh, okay I didn't really you know I mean do you, I guess is that across the board in retail across Greece all I think it's across everything. Yeah, in order for them to replace it or do anything, uh, you really need to push. Like I remember specifically an issue that I had with a monitor. Uh, mm -hmm. Because I bought my mother the Mac Mini, and the monitor mm -hmm. that I bought her, it was not compatible because um, there was some distortion, some lines, something was off. And mm -hmm. I took it back to the store and say, hey, this doesn't work with my machine. There's nothing wrong with my machine. There's nothing wrong with your monitor. But please, can you take it back, refund me my money, and I can get something else. I found, you know, from a list which uh, monitors work with the Mac Mini. Right. And he was like, oh, no, now that you opened it, I cannot take it back. How I'm going to sell it, blah, blah, blah. Long story short, he gave me store credit, okay. uh, but, but less than what, you know, the, uh, the monitor was worth. Let's wow. say the monitor was worth $100. He gave me back, let's say, 70 Right. Uh, and only store credit. So you had, to, you had to spend that back in his own store. Yeah, exactly. Now, was yeah. that a, like a large chain store? Or was it more like a boutique, like a, 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 a store uh, already owns smaller, the store? It was a smaller store. It is a chain, but it's a small one. But still, even in a bigger one, because I went to a competitor, like a very established one, Joe, that would be like our version of Carrie's PC World. Okay. And I got uh, a monitor from there, which I didn't even open. 
I didn't even open because I wanted to make sure, you know, from the other store first it would work mm -hmm. before doing anything, you know, uh, hasty. And then I take it back to get a refund because I didn't open it at all. And they were telling me, oh, it's a company policy not to give refunds. Uh, you, you need to keep it. But the thing is, I'm very familiar with how the law works, especially okay. European law with uh, products. And I was like, what are you talking about? I haven't opened it. There's nothing wrong with the device. I want my money back. They're like, okay, best we can do is, I don't know, store credit. I'm like, no, I live in the UK. I don't need store credit. I don't live here anymore. Uh, and long story short, I asked for the manager. I even showed them on the phone, you know, this is the legislation. You need to give me my money back. I don't care what you're saying. And they're like, they were looking at me. Oh, he knows. So basically, he, knows. They, He's, he yeah. cracked the code. He cracked the code. He knows. He, he knows. <laughs> he knows. You know the laws and how things work. But the thing, damn is, it, they get away with stuff mm. like that with people who have no idea. You go there, they tell you it's store policy, company policy, whatever. You're you're stuck. Yeah. Right. Now uh, I'm, I'm curious. Is that no. it, it? Almost sounds like a, a cultural thing in Greece. Oh, where... definitely. There is definitely okay. a mixture of cultural and, uh, you know, just. I don't know, using loopholes, whatever you want. Well, man, I've said, I like, if it's second hand, I can see some guy at some store agrees, go, what do you mean? I can't sell it. What am I going to do with this thing? Like, yeah. And he's doing all this. They're not stuff. Italian. Bro, no, I'm just saying, I don't know. Well, I'm sure, but they, you no, know, Greek people get, they get down with being Oh, animated, yeah, yeah, especially yeah. He's like, well, how can I sell this? I'm stuck with this thing. And you're basically, you know, yeah. and so it's funny how they, they basically kind of lean on the fact that people maybe aren't consumer savvy and they don't know the laws no. that you mm. do and they don't know consumer protections and they basically basically screw them over. And it's yeah. just like, oh, okay, well, here's a store credit, but I'm not going to give you it for the amount. I'm only going to give it to you for 70% less. Like, I'm getting fucked twice. First of all, I don't yeah. get the money back. Then I get less of store credit. It's just like, it's it just goes to show you that thankfully the EU um, – is really big on, and that's part of the reason why they they're driving this change with Apple, right? Is because, yep. which 100%. is interesting. Because I thought for sure that, well, I thought they would just be okay. Well, for the EU, here's your EU units. Fine, we'll comply with the EU, but everything that ships to the EU is going to be USB C. Everywhere else in the world is going to be light. But then it I'm sure they crunched the numbers though, and it was like, uh, yeah, yeah. It's not worth it. Well, but they yeah. with the SIM card, with the SIM card that the US, you guys don't have the SIM SIM slot anymore, but here in the mm -hmm. US, so yeah. Right, exactly. And that's why a lot of people still like to, um, who aren't in eSIM, they'll like to get the European or Canadian or whatever yeah. versions because they, they still have SIM cards, whereas in the United States, they're all eSIM, which I don't have an eSIM device. I heard they're kind We're of not crazy. ready for eSIM to be main that mainstream yet. And especially I'm, I'm if you're like a person like us that switches a lot, it's it sounds like a complete utter nightmare to, to manage yeah. that. I, I, would, I would hate it, to be fair with you, because, yeah, I switch my SIMs all the time. And mm -hmm. I've read Twitter stories from, you know, even big guys, how much of a challenge it is to switch their eSIM is around. So I was like, yeah, no. <laughs> Keep you can be on the phone for hours. And you know. and our best friend of the show, uh, Shark Fan, he's in the chat. He also says in, in Russian, he's in, and they have the same kind of situation where they're basically like, yeah, forget about it. You, you cannot return. Forget it. You're stuck with it. You bought it. You don't like it. Tough yeah, shit. Yeah, You're yeah, on your yeah. Own. Tough luck. And what I yeah. want to say about this as well is, let's say I buy a product, okay, a TV from LG, Samsung, you name it. And there is an issue with the TV. The store is going to tell me, oh, tough luck. Contact Samsung. We cannot do anything about it. 
Yeah, the warranties with them. Go to them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they will say the warranties with them. Go figure it out with them. Yeah. yeah. Oh, what a, what what a lot of fun! That sounds like a lot yeah, of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, so I love shopping in Greece. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> well, if you're looking for the food, you're good. But apparently, technology yeah. and tech and uh, the, yeah, yeah you, you might. See, wanna... if I was in Greece, I'll just eat loads of food, man. Yeah. That's it. And just walk but, around um, and enjoy the people, enjoy the food, yeah. enjoy the scenery, and just enjoy yeah. the culture. And I'd have an A like Samsung A34. And eat loads of food. Right. And to it's give really... us some credit to Apple and with you know the situation that I had in Greece, I had an issue with my AirPods. So mm -hmm. I contacted Apple while I was in Greece because I was gonna be there for about a month. Mm -hmm. And I told them, hey, I have an issue with my AirPods because they have official um representatives there, retail shops. And mm -hmm. they told me, Yeah, yeah, you can just drop it to any shop there, they will check it. If something wrong, you'll give you a replacement or they will fix it for you. And it was so seamless, even mm. though it was in a country where they don't have official stores. They've got um, a support app as well, um, Apple. Like one of my colleagues has used it, and it's actually very good, the support. I'll give them that. Yeah, the support is insane. Like, they yeah. will always try to, you know, find a solution for you. And for me, yeah, that was impressive that I was in Greece, which we don't have Apple stores. We don't have big retail stores like in the UK. And they were like, yeah, take it there. They will fix it for you, or they will give you a new one. Right. It was with the well, AirPods Pro. <laughs> That that's the night, and I have to I have to second that the support issue because my my friend had a an older iPhone. It was at least a couple of years old. I can't remember if it was a five or a, uh, a six. I can't remember. And he washed it in the washing machine. Right, he just oh. it was in his pocket, and, and he washed it, smoked it, tried to do the whole thing, it was gone. Right, and I'm not. And if I didn't go with him to the Apple store, if he would have told me the story, I would have called him a liar because there's no way this happened. <laughs> Because it happened in front of my face. So that's why I can tell you this happened. So he walks in. He has just the phone. He walked into the store. And I said, you're not going to tell me you watched it. They're not going to tell you to go fuck off. Like, they're not going to fix that. They're, they're screwed, dude. He's going to get a new one. He's like, well, I mean, we'll see what happens. He walked in, found a genius guy, and literally handed it to the guy. I said, and he told me exactly what. He didn't lie. He said, yeah, I had it in my pocket. It was on. I, I washed it. It's fucked. He, the guy said, oh, okay. And he bought it here. He goes, I think I bought it here, but I can't remember. I definitely never seen it. It's been a couple of years, right? He's like, oh, okay, no problem. And I'm not, again, I don't know if this guy got fired for this. I don't know if this is the way they do it now. He literally <laughs> walked in the back and grabbed another iPhone. And it wasn't the yeah, same one. It was yeah. an upgrade. And I and I and he handed it to him. And I was like. See, I think that's what? abnormal. I don't think that. Oh, yeah. I, no, it's, I'm, yeah. I'm just saying. But I mean, but even that would have happened nowhere on earth. The fact that it happened at an Apple store, but I was like, but they did you guys like run out? Like, no, I just looked at them. I was like, dude, I can't believe what's happening right now. This guy's literally giving you a replacement, mm. and he doesn't even know if you you I don't think he bought it. He goes, I don't remember. I may have. <laughs> That's the best bit. Did you buy it? I could um, I couldn't believe it. It was like he just handed the phone and he's like, Do I have to sign something or whatever? He's nah, yeah, I just I'm just going to give me your old device and we'll go ahead and put it back, and then we'll, you know, I was like. <laughs> oh, wow what the hell's <laughs> happening right so clearly i that seems to be an outlier and i'm not going to identify the well he's probably gone and I'm, i don't even store even there anymore but it was crazy but it seems like uh, the, the story i've heard on apple support when it comes to their devices and customer support that it's you just take them and if you have an issue with an ipad or airpods or whatever you take it there and they're especially if you have the apple care it's 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 really 
I mean, it's it's almost kind of comical how easy it is. It's you almost mm-hmm. think that there should be more ha- more of a headache, and it's so seamless. It's like no, and I think that's a lot of it. I mean, that's again to somebody's chat earlier. They had said that it's about the relationship and it's about the experience, and Apple has capitalized on that and really yeah. has has is created essentially. Um, kind of, a, it's like a snowball, right? They it's rolling down the hill. Now it's a big, huge ball. And then there are people who, like I said, you you could give them all the feature sets and better cameras and better this and better that, and they are just absolutely not interested just because the ecosystem and support and everything else. It's just the support. I, I don't know. For it's me, crazy. I would say it's the number one thing. And I have stories mm-hmm. from both Samsung and Google that I I left pissed with mm-hmm. uh, what I encountered. Maybe that's a conversation for another time. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you were running out of time or anything. Uh, but Apple, they're just so good when it comes to this. I had an issue with my iPad mini and I phoned them and they even told me themselves that if I have an issue with it and it's not fixed by, um, I don't know, their technicians or whatever, I can actually invoke my European uh, consumer rights law where it basically says that if there's nothing with the device, or oh, sorry, if there's something wrong with the device, but it hasn't been caused by me, they will replace it for me for free, even out of warranty. And oh, I, I was I was amazed that the representative told me that. I was like, no other company would do this. No. Uh, it was just insane. Because he could see that I was frustrated because I think it was, I replaced three of them and I had the same issue. Whenever I was using the Apple Pencil, you would see like a ripple going under the screen. Mm-hmm. And it was just a hardware defect with the first batch or whatever. Uh, maybe the digitizer wasn't was it working right or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Whatever the way it was aligned the screen. I don't know when you were touching with the Apple with the Apple pencil, you would see hmm. like a ripple as if the display is not attached very well. Uh, I don't know what was wrong exactly. Uh, and it was always at the same spot at the top right corner. Everywhere yes. else it was fine. Man, <laughs> that'd be frustrating. Uh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. But yeah, but we are unbelievably, which is, and this is why I, I love this show and I hate this show. And I love it because you sit there and you get into a role, you start talking. It's already been an hour, quick. five minutes. It's crazy. But mm-hmm. uh, Manos, absolutely. We would love it as long as, long as your schedule uh, affords it. We always love having people come back on because uh, we have lots to talk about. Yes. You know, the S24 series is coming out. We got other things well, going so on. Many things. Yeah. Yeah, so we always, and that's, again, like I said, that's the beauty of tech. I don't have to really worry about coming up. So with maybe, so, right. Just an idea. We'll get the whole of a bunch of phonies on, all the bunch of phonies on. Yeah, and we fun. might. And, and I was gonna say we have the ability to have more than just you know the a mm-hmm. few on. We could have kind of a whole big group chat. It'd be kind of fun, like a regular good old live stream, like a GG and all of, uh, of our fans and bury all them. They all they get these big, huge, like six and seven person live streams. So that might be kind of fun. We've never really done something like that. There are some challenges there, but I that would be fantastic. I'd love to have all the phonies on and just have one big wow wow. Absolutely, it would be great. And and again, you're always welcome. And thank you so much for coming on. And my pleasure. We, yeah. we will definitely be reaching out because we always like having really great conversations and having really great people on. And, and it's just been a fascinating conversation and really good. To, good to finally meet you, sort of face to face, but at least can't yeah, yeah, yeah. And he and he's got great hair. He said he's cut. By the hair, way, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say. <laughs> I mean, I don't. My I my I'm almost fifty, and I've never had hair anywhere near that. Even when I could grow the stuff, and you did. So I'm on your chest. <laughs> and in my face and speaking of that is everybody's still got 
a beard. Mine's the one that's got a lot of gray in it. Because I'm an old guy. It's probably so. That's yeah, I'm getting enough. a few random white hair every now oh, and then. Yeah, Joe's, just, Joe's just starting to get it them. right here on the chinny chin. Yeah, right yeah, here. Yeah, I have one. Sometimes it comes here. Another one here. Another one there. But I have more like... here. <laughs> go away go away yeah okay i got i got a reputation uphold i got a look man i can't i can't yeah. look like an old guy Just I'm, for I'm, I'm only 34 i don't want white hair go away. right exactly i didn't start getting the gray in my beard until i was probably in like early 40s maybe and i, I don't have yeah. many on my head but yeah it's 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 yeah it's what happened with two two older daughters and and a crazy job they'll they'll do this too. yeah i'm, I'm feeling that already <laughs> right oh yeah she's what three and a half wait wait yeah. so she's like going to like high school and yeah. you just be like uh, Kill me, okay man. yeah it's just like <laughs> I, I love you to death but it's like it's like um some on it real quickly this uh again another tiktok was a lady i think she was northern irish or something like that and she's like how can you love children at the same time we're punch them in the face <laughs> it's oh, like yeah. you really you're like you're talking to them you're like oh great and then it's like the next second you're just like ah want to throw you out of a window it's like what's going on it's like and then they say i love you mom and then all that goes away and it resets and you back to loving your children it's, it's such an interesting dichotomy being a parent i'll tell you it's uh it's a challenge right it's and then uh, you think when they get to be 22 they'll move away no not so much <laughs> they, they, they're still hanging out so but yeah sam Mass, stays, thank you so much for sam's changed room about four times well, yeah, because I one then they take over my room, then I painted it and they took it over. It's fine. You know what? As a as a dad, when you have this kind of folks, you got to be kind of flexible. You got to kind of roll with it. It's all. Yeah, good. you have to be flexible. That's for absolutely. Sure. But Manos, thank you so much. And again, please, uh, we'd like to reach out to you, have you come on. And yeah, I think it's yeah. a good idea, Joe. Have all I the phones on. Yeah. That would be fantastic. We we need to get that set up. And if Dan and all them in the chat. Again, such a great conversation, and again, a, a privilege and a pleasure to finally actually meet and, and talk to you face to face. It's it's been an likewise. Before we go, man, where can everyone catch you online? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, sorry, say again. I lost you. There. Your your your, uh, your social links or whatever. We're going to make sure we put those in the show notes. Okay. That way, we can we can direct some. You want to shout them out as well? I'm yep. just mostly active on Twitter, to be honest with you, at uh, orange underscore scooter. Uh, so yeah, I don't use Instagram that much to be fair. I upload some of my favorite pictures, but that's about it. I'm not yeah. really and, that And active. that's another thing we need to do is we we didn't really touch on your photography chops with like that. So that's definitely want to keep that nugget for the next time we have you on yeah, hopefully yeah, pretty definitely. soon. And we'll go through all that because I'm really curious because it seems like you have a really good photographic uh, experience. Oh, thank and, you. Yeah. And is so um, going... yeah, we'd love to we'd love to expound on that more and talk about that because that's yeah. something that that definitely was a lot of people in chat really, really would resonate to for sure. Yep, Definitely. and Barry put in the chat. There you go, right there, folks. So if anybody is paying attention, there is the at. I'll make yep. sure that I I'll drop that in the show notes as well, and uh, I'll post this other chat. I actually forgot to I forgot again to post the the show last week. <laughs> Thanksgiving, I guess. I don't know. I'm a moron. Anyway, so <laughs> I'll have, right exactly. Just one last so, thing. Uh, this yeah. was sponsored by Casetify. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. No, it was yeah. not. And also, no. just remember. <laughs> We do have a YouTube channel. It's a Nomad Tech Project YouTube channel. Go check out. We also, hey, we didn't even mention 10,000 subscribers, folks. I know. Look at that. That's awesome. So uh, congratulations to Lenny and crew. Uh, great job. And we we just love being a part of it. And like I said, so go check it out and throw a sub and tell all your friends. But yeah, 10,000 was awesome. Good time. And uh, like I said, and we are not sponsored by Caseify. Um, I'm, I'm curious Definitely to see how not. this is going to go. I'm curious how the lawsuit's going to go because uh, I think Caseify might want to settle out of court because I think they're going to get their ass kicked. But hey, yes. we'll see how that goes. Um, but anyway, again, Manos, thanks for coming on and, and spending time with us on a Sunday. Uh, we appreciate it. And Joe, 
any final thoughts before we, we adjourn for the day, my friend? Yep. Check out the phonies. Enjoy your tech. Yeah. Have fun. Yeah. Peace. Ab absolutely. <laughs> well, for, for myself, for Joe, for Monos, thanks for coming into the Nomad Tech Project with Sam and Joe. We'll be back next Sunday. Don't know if we have a guest lined up exactly. We'll keep yeah, that. We Galen's okay. gadgets. Yeah, Galen's coming on. So absolutely. Okay. So, yeah, it's going to be a good Amazing time. Guy. Another former yeah, and also a fellow St. Louisan. So we can now talk about something that you know, we can have a chat about that. So Galen's a good dude. And we'll talk about Snapdragon uh, Summit situation and everything else he wants to talk about and catch up with Galen. It'll be a good time. So we'll be back on next Sunday. Same time, same channel. Take care of yourselves. Enjoy your tech. Be excellent to each other. We'll catch you next week. See everybody. Bye. Bye, everyone. Oh, man, I just went. <laughs> He straight dropped. Oh.